0: This is Tercets, a literary podcast by the Ekphrastic Review. We have the most and the best writing inspired by art. I'm your host, Brian Sammons. Hello again, and thanks for tuning in. If you've been listening to our podcast, then you'll know that you're about to hear three different works by three different contributors to the Ekfrastic Review. Today, we have Chisaroku, Kipnot, and Eileen Ivy Sorota. And like always, all of the pieces heard on Tursits, along with the art that inspired them, can be found at our website at ekfrastic.net. First up, Chisaroku. Chisaroku is a poet, actor, and healthcare futurist. She is grateful to have had her works published in many literary and academic journals. She is passionate about addressing trauma through the arts, is semi-obsessed with the indigenous religious traditions of the Igbo of Eastern Nigeria, and completely obsessed with the Italian language. Find her on Instagram at naijabella, spelled N-A-I-J-A-B-E-L-L-A. Inspired by Mark Bradford's 2018 mixed-media-on-canvas piece titled Looking At Me Funny, this is Chisaroku herself reading her poem, After the Revolution, Mine Eyes See Inferno, published at the Ekphrastic Review in July
1: 2018. After the Revolution, Mine Eyes See Inferno, after Mark Bradford's Looking At Me Funny. Araminta's temple spews fury mixed with a ghost whisper song that leads them to the promised land. Moths to the flame of new land, donkey-eagled men trampling on blood-stained soil, hellfire below. Fly away. Fly, fly, fly. Lincoln is spread eagle cowering behind the black bone of slavery. Bear a mother's cross for Christ's sake. Amen. A man sees her face downcast, then sees her face again differently. Her headless bonnet a milepost along Jubilee Street. Embers burn upon her chest. Nipple-feeding armies sag under the press of deadwood colonies. Scratch the amen corner in blue and orange. Voices are fire and vapor traveling oceans to find the cutthroat where the deceased's cries lie. The ancestors' handprints fist children into recovery. Reparation is to see the slave man whose bottom half is blood. Your rage is protesting the time it takes to make blood boil. What is a lifetime? New York is under siege. The plains are on fire. The Mississippi's overrun with kink and tears. Scratch tragedy into a map, then look again. Divine comedy.
0: Next, Kip Knott. Uh, here we are! Kip's poetry has appeared in the Journal of American Poetry, Barrow Street, Gettysburg Review, The Sun, and Virginia Quarterly Review. He is also a regular monthly contributor to Versification. His debut full-length collection of poetry, Tragedy, Ecstasy, Doom, and So On, is currently available from Kelsey Books. A new full-length collection of poetry, Clean Coal Burn, is forthcoming in 2021, also from Kelsey Books. More of his work may be accessed at kipnot.com. Inspired by various works of Mark Rothko, this is Seven Sadnesses by Kip Nott, published at the Ekphrastic Review in March 2020. Seven Sadnesses. Epigraph. You've got sadness in you, I've got sadness in me, and my works of art are places where the two sadnesses can meet. Mark Rothko. 1. Underground Fantasy, 1940. Did you see the people in this painting as iron bars of some hellish cell of your own making? Did you believe that if you kept stretching them, they would break free of your canvas prison? Did you see everyone around you as nothing more than unstruck matchsticks? Did you conjure these wick-thin underworld wraiths from nightmares? How could you know, in 1940, what the dead of Buchenwald would look like? 2. Untitled, 1948. After the war destroyed the human form, your paintings began to transform into some new life form, conjured from your own imagination. As creator, you could have titled this painting zygote, or embryo, or fetus. Overture could have worked too, which suggests something bolder yet to come. As you grew older, you may have surrendered to the palette and designated the painting blue over orange and yellow. By the end of your life, you may have only been able to assign a number, maybe three. But in the way that you made the multiform colors reach toward one another as if trying, but failing, to touch, to connect, to combine, perhaps the best title is no title at all. 3. Yellow, Blue, Orange, 1955. You attempt to suppress your darkness beneath a block of sunlight that is both bright and waning. You attempt to leach out all traces of despair and leave a cool lake whose waters, you hope, will calm your fevered mind. 4. Four Darks in Red, 1958. You have created a world where gravity is unchained. What was once darkest and heaviest now floats unrefrained above an incandescent landscape illuminated by a wholly unnatural light. 5. Rothko's Dinner at the Four Seasons, Autumn 1959 It was meant to be nothing more than a scouting expedition for a prospective new commission an opportunity to examine the space where unsuspecting patrons would guzzle champagne, surrounded by the portals of your monolithic paintings. There was no better place, you believed, to wage war against a class of people who needed to face the abstract reality of a damaged world. You slowly scanned the swanky room, formulating a plan of attack. Your paintings, your weapons, would hang low, no higher than five feet from the floor, so that their detonations would devour everyone consume the consumers, deposit the remains into some private void, only to be reconstituted back into something close to human. You saw this as your last chance to become godlike, to become creator, destroyer, and redeemer. But with each new bombastic course, caviar on ice, followed by watercress vichyssoise, followed by lobster thermidor, followed by, followed by, followed by, your appetite waned, and your resolve disintegrated. When they ignited the crepe Suzette, you stood suddenly, your immaculate white serviette falling silently to the floor like a flag of surrender. Staring into the dancing blue flames, you realized for the first time that winning this war meant sacrificing yourself to the ravages of friendly fire. 6. Black on Maroon, 1959 a banner of blood stretched, decomposing, necrotic at the edges, your sigil for a world undyingly loyal to suffering, seven number four, nineteen sixty four even you knew that sometimes there is safety in numbers, even you, having lived so long, moving from one dark space to another, you who made a habit of inhabiting emptiness. You who saw your paintings, not as windows, but as mirrors. You who buoyed yourself on the back of blackness, the way a dying star relies on the night to prove that it still has some light to give. Even you found those moments when you could not, or would not, name the darkness. And lastly, Eileen Ivey Sirota. Eileen is the author of one chapbook, Out of Order, Finishing Line Press 2020. Her poems have been published in Kalix, District Lines, Beltway Poetry Quarterly, Lighten Up, and New Verse News, and will be included in the upcoming anthology, Fall 2021. Called From Pandemic to Protest from the Poeming Pigeon. Inspired by Peter Bruegel's 1555 painting, Landscape with the Fall of Icarus, this is a poem with the same name by Eileen Ivy Sirota published at the Ekfrastik Review in February 2021. Landscape with the Fall of Icarus, after William Carlos Williams Most days I would tell you I feel like the peasant, scratching his ass at the bottom of Bruegel's painting, humming perhaps, perhaps thinking of the apple in his pocket. But once I felt as Bruegel must have, that attention must be paid. It was the day in March my first parent died, the day my father died. Rushing across the street to the assisted living, cell phone in hand, spreading my news, unreality increasing with each retelling, an ordinary faceless day turned singular. Unconcerned, the children and nannies in the park played around the fountain. Workers from nearby offices carelessly tossed away their sandwich wrappings. Daffodils elbowed their way hopefully through the falling earth. If you haven't been to our website lately, go take a look. There's a lot going on over there, from our ekphrastic writing challenges, contests, columns, the bookshelf, ebooks, and of course, new ekphrastic writing posted almost every day. Check us out at ekphrastic.net. By the way, it's entirely volunteer run, so please consider making a donation while you're there. I know I speak for Lorette and all of the ekphrastic review team when I say that we truly appreciate your support. It means a lot. Let us know what you thought of today's show by emailing us at tersitspod at gmail.com. <music> Lastly, thanks to all the writers and artists featured in today's episode and every day at the Ecrastic Review. That includes Judati for allowing us to use his music as our intro and outro themes, and to No Nature, MWD, and Oval for making the music you heard in the interludes. I'm Brian, and this was Tersits. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay inspired.